0: Hi, Kane. Oh, hey, Chris. So, why are we recording back the original style on a cell phone today? <laughs>
1: uh, I think you're the better one to ask that question. So, Chris, let me ask you a question. Yes. Uh, why are we recording on a cell phone, like our first episode, and not on our high-tech equipment that we usually use?
0: Well... The main reason is my fault. <laughs> uh, it's A week ago today, I sold my car.
1: Have I told you that? I got that understanding by the fact that your tire went flat. Yes. And you rode a bike in
0: yes. <laughs> to work yesterday. So a week ago today, I sold my car. So I don't have a car. I have an electric bicycle that I get around town on, which is perfect. Mm. Um, yesterday, I had a flat tire on it. Like you saw that. So then I had ride a normal pedal bicycle, uh, mountain bike to the city, which was fun. And then today, Sarah and I were doing some shopping, and we had to go our separate way. She had a meeting, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, I'll take the light rail home. Perfect. As soon as I get off the light rail, I don't have keys in my pocket, and she's in her meeting with her keys, so I can't get into the house. So I just came here to hang out with you and record a podcast on a phone, like, for old time's sake.
1: Nice. Yeah.
0: I mean... Yeah. The first episode quality is pretty good. I think so. Did we do it exactly like this or do we have headphones at all? Or was it just straight up on the phone? I
1: think it was straight
0: up just on the yeah. phone. Straight, straight up test. now Tim. Who sings that song? Paul Abdul. Who sings that? Why? why?
1: Do you think I don't know that? Mm, that's
0: fair. I bet you don't know this. Probably not. There was a rapper from North Carolina. He used samples that song in one of his like, most famous probably his most famous song. Like, are we doing that thing where you stare into my soul?
1: No, I feel like I know the song, although I probably couldn't tell you. I think
0: the name of the song actually is Workout. Actually, I know the name of the song is Workout. Does, does the rapper at
1: one point say
0: straight up? Like, does he kind of. I'm bad with words. <laughs> So, I, I can't recall. Yes, the lyrics. I'm bad with the lyrics. I can't recall. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> like Yeah, we've known this. We've, we've, we've struggled through 25 episodes of this. We know he's bad with words. The Dominican Republican. Yeah. <laughs> um, is, it, is it J. Cole? It is J. Cole? is J. Cole, yes.
1: Your prize. Is... Only, yeah. It's yeah. Only because that's the only rapper you
0: ever talk about. Not the only rapper ever. Him and Yeezy. Yeezy, easy, easy. So, we did put out that we were looking for questions, and um, Louis sent in a good one. And yeah, this is actually a serious question. Shout out to you, Louis. Shout out. Can we get get one of those things where you press the button and it makes the noises? I mean, we can. Sean? (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a button we press to activate that? Yeah, just, we'll get you, like, an easy button. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: so good. K-R-S,
0: 95 point. <laughs> um, so his question is actually a serious question. I don't know if we're ready for that. Um, how has coaching other athletes impacted your own lifting? I know that's us give you a second to kind of ponder that, because you don't, you don't get these questions beforehand. So Not being in here, you know, what you coach what? Uh, twice a week on average.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, currently, that's that's what I've been doing uh, here. And I, before that, I was like coaching out of the places and everything. So I've been coaching um, for probably the over half of my like lifting.
0: <laughs> Uh, career, So 10 years of coaching? Uh,
1: probably more like 11
0: or 12. So that's more, and you've done. Have you coached more CrossFit or more weightlifting?
1: Um, like as far as like in a gym setting, just like coaching a group. Um, more recently, uh, probably, probably more CrossFit, even though a lot of that has been Coaching CrossFit classes and then coaching like right. the weightlifting uh, class or, or team or whatever, yep. you know. However, it's structured at that gym.
0: I do have a tangent question, but I'll save it. I'm taking a mental note there. What do we ever save your <laughs> tang- tangent? <laughs> do we ever get back to them? So I should I to ask it now? Yeah, go ahead. So <laughs> there are some people that like bash CrossFit. Mm-hmm. And I, it's, Sometimes they make an easy target for themselves, ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but a lot of people get into weightlifting through CrossFit. So when it's like those people that took that route and they go back and bash CrossFit after they get into the weightlifting world, mm-hmm. it's like, what are you doing? Like this—that's how you found the sport. Like, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I never got that too much. Yeah. Like, I'll joke about CrossFit and yeah. things like that, but it's. I think it's uh easy to tell when um you joking something like crossfit um comes from like a good place or, yeah. or a bad place yes. you know Yeah.
0: Some like oh have you they seen- probably
1: hurt their shoulder doing kits or
0: something. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why you got to be able to do a strict
1: first like basic yeah. stuff. I I always uh when people talk about like when I had my pretty bad back injury, mm. uh, I took some time off of weightlifting, and I did CrossFit. Yeah, and it was a good um, it was a good filler for a lot of lot of reasons. Like I think with the mostly like friendly competition yeah. of like
0: <laughs> mostly friendly. <laughs> well, it depends on the gym you're at. <laughs> I feel like um, there's always that one guy. <laughs> yeah.
1: But, um, yeah, like, most people are, like, it's easy to go to a gym and find someone around your level mm-hmm. um, as far as, like, finishing Metcons in a certain amount of time or do, getting a certain amount of reps. Yeah. And you start to, like, compete with each other. Yep. And you push each other. And that little bit of, like, competitive spirit is, I think, really good for especially uh, – competitive athletes mm-hmm. and at the time I didn't think I was getting back into weightlifting right. ever um, so it was a good like filler it allowed me to still like be competitive even though I wasn't in the competitive sport that I wanted to be in Yeah. Um, so I think it was good for that and then it also like just uh, the lighter loads of it helped let my back heal without me kind of realizing right. it um, and then a lot of CrossFit promotes like midline stabilization. Yep. And as long as you are mindful of that yes. <laughs> and like You're good. making that a priority, um it again helps strengthen my my core and trunk yeah. to where when I did get back into weightlifting, um I was a lot better prepared for mm. it. Um and carry that through. So like oftentimes when people talk to me about that And, you know, I'll talk about a bunch of good things about CrossFit. Yeah. Um, I I think the largest thing with CrossFit, and it's, I think it's a real concern, um, but you could also make that argument with weightlifting, um, is that it really, as far as how safe it is, I think a lot of it depends on who your coach is, what your gym is like, Um, you know, if people know what they're talking about and they're good at like coaching in the moment and everything, um, they're going to help keep you safe and they're going to teach you those fundamentals before they tell you to get the fastest time as possible. Exactly. Um, it's the same thing with weightlifting. Like if, if your coach knows what they're talking about, you're going to, you're going to build technique, you're going to build strength. Like you're going to learn a lot about weightlifting and get better at it. Uh, if your coach isn't concerned about those things, then you you might be a little more prone to injuries exactly. and things.
0: That's what I found that it's been really enjoyable about working here at Charlotte Strength is with the No To Fit program is that we can – I've changed some little things to make it less CrossFitty. where right? mm. We don't prescribe weights. Yeah. And, like, and we don't – instead of going that mindset of like prescribe for the best and scale for the rest, which is kind of like a common phrase here in CrossFit, yeah. instead of that we just like here's the movements here we focus on what's the um, stimulus we want like let's aim to get the stimulus whatever movement or weight works for you just to get that stimulus because that's what's going to get you better not necessarily trying to snatch 200 pounds in the middle of a Metcon yeah that might not be the best <laughs> idea um, yeah so that's been fun to do um, that's cool that you did that to get you back into it so yeah yeah
1: and you know going uh, going through like when we, when we owned our own gym up in Virginia and uh, we had one down here in North Carolina too for a little bit, um, our mentality was very like, we would still do have prescribed workouts, yeah. but we were, made it very clear with everyone. Like it's okay to scale. To <laughs> yeah. Them, like, and like, if you're not doing it prescribed, uh, that's a good goal to work towards. Exactly. You know? Like, and, and treat it that way. Like, don't you don't have to be there today. Right. You can work on it and maybe be there six months. Right. A year down the road, sort of thing. That's, that's a good way but. to do
0: it, too, cause I think so many people, like, even if they do treat it, like how you said, like, as a goal, sometimes mm-hmm. they push people to get, like, oh, you could do this, you could do that. It's like, well, maybe they're not ready for it. You yeah, know, it's, yeah. It's better to hold them back and get mm-hmm. a good workout mm-hmm. than it is to get someone hurt. Yeah. But I think there's been studies, too, that show, like, any type of working out, it's like this – Relatively the same percentage of chance of injury, like you're what you're doing is like yes you are like building muscle you're tearing your muscles is what you're doing mm-hmm. like in, in theory it's you're harming your body to to make yourself better down the road is what you're trying to do it's yeah. not necessarily to like yes be the best you can right now but also there's that slight chance something's going to happen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean you get hit by a car if you like people that want to play it safe all the time right. you're not going to have a yeah. very fun life yeah. We got deep right there.
1: We did. Yeah. We did.
0: Should we jump to the question though? Do you remember it yeah. now, Louis question? Uh, Louis
1: asked how coaching athletes has influenced uh my lifting yes, as an athlete. You
0: remembered. Cuz I do like that question. I'm curious to hear your yeah, response.
1: I think like probably I think when we early on in in my lifting and all uh it was probably around 2007 2008 for like four or five ish years um my family and i would do uh lifting seminars pretty much up and down the east coast and um we would hold these like one day clinics that were kind of all one day long breaking down the snatch and clean and jerk and uh at the end of it we would um do some like exhibition lifting or whatever yep. you know and showing off the skills side, side story I don't know if Cord's gonna listen to this cause last what? I checked he was uh, to put it nicely he was behind in, in listening <laughs> shout out to you whenever <laughs> shout out you to hear you, this Cord, whenever
0: six months from now whenever
1: you come around and start listening again it's
0: okay I called <laughs> out Sarah yesterday <laughs> in a very nice jokingly way I've learned that's how I show love is through jokes and picking some would say being a bully so I got to learn to work on that a little bit (laughs) but but I was like you listen to today's episode that we released and she was like uh I'm like open your phone go to your podcast let me see what episode you're on she's five episodes behind
1: that's probably better than Cord
0: (laughs) Cord I I think you're
1: this (laughs) catch up could be wrong but I think Cord's five episodes in (laughs)
0: Hey, who could tell he doesn't live in Bermuda? <laughs> we're hot in Bermuda right now. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I, I, I derailed what you were saying I there. That, I think our
1: our mothers live in Bermuda. <laughs> Mom? How's Bermuda? Why did I get invited? <laughs> um, that'll be fun explaining to her what that means when she hears that. Shout out to you, Mom.
0: <laughs> oh, because I don't have Instagram.
1: Well, my yeah. mom does. Well, my, my mom. mom does, too.
0: I don't know if she uses it every day, though. Right. My mom gets hit on on your Instagram <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Good times. <laughs>
1: um, so, yeah, we would do these uh, seminars. And I did notice that, um, you know, we did those seminars during uh, the time that I injured my back. Mm. And obviously during those times, I wouldn't be lifting or demonstrating at the end of it. Just be coaching, uh, throughout it. And I noticed when I came back to like lifting afterwards, um, I felt like my technique was Mm a little better. And I think it's just, you know, you reinforce those things and demonstrating with like an empty barbell, lightweight PVC, that sort of stuff, um, just kind of helps reinforce that. Like i had heard stories about Shane Hammond, the, uh, the record holder in the super heavies for U.S. for the U.S. the 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 United the. States. The. Um, but he learned the the technique of the list was just a broomstick. This was a guy who uh, held the record for uh, back squat in. Uh, world record for like 16 17 years yeah um and he took the time to like hone his technique with super lightweight uh, um and i think you know i didn't have like terrible form before that or anything like that but i think just that attention to detail helped reinforce it a
0: lot it makes sense because i think little thing i caught myself recently like again my snatch is like 85 kilos again i'm nowhere near anything like that like i caught myself like Skipping from like forty to sixty, mm-hmm. and instead of to so now I'm like force myself like forty, let's get fifty because you gotta snatch fifty every day anyways. Right. Not making those stupid jumps and like actually taking the time to warm mm-hmm. up and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, it's especially in our old age as masters. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I still got a few months. <laughs> You're holding on hope to not be a master. <laughs> um, but yeah. So I feel like that was um, something I noticed like early on in, in coaching people. Um, I think more recently, um, I think coaching um, people, especially in weightlifting, um, but also through through coaching CrossFit and everything, uh, I've noticed that it's a uh, I've noticed the mental side of things Mm. and how uh, coaching people and just like uh, coaching and and also just talking to people a little bit about like you know how they're feeling uh, mentally about like how they're progressing and things like that Um, I think that that's helped both um, me in, like, realizing and noticing, like, you know, because I've been in the sport for a while. That uh, <laughs> no, we
0: all have those days where, yeah, yeah, where you that is keys like keys to your house. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but, yeah, you just kind of notice, like, yeah, okay, people, it doesn't matter what your skill level or mm. how many years you've been into it. Like, we all deal with the same little, like, uh, moments or days of, like, self-doubt, yep. rough days, off days, those types of things. Um, so I think it's helped me, like, realize that and be yep. a little bit more mindful and a little more, um, what's the word, uh, accepting of yeah. of that, of, yep. you know, days where it's a little bit of a shortcoming. Um, but I think it also... Um, helps me kind of relate to athletes so when they're having that off day right um i can help them kind of like not beat themselves up over it because again it's doesn't matter if you've been lifting for like a year or 20 uh a lot of people uh want to improve and when that doesn't happen even if it's just like one day yeah you, you have a week of prs and then you have like day eight you you only hit your yeah, I don't know ninety five percent which is right. a great day right um, and then you're like oh I'm so bad at this and it's
0: yeah. like no no you're not right. let's
1: look at the let's look at the evidence
0: <laughs> yeah I think that kind of goes into like expectations too like, yeah. you, like if you expect I think we talked about this before you went to the Olympics like difference between expectations and goals yeah like if yeah. you have an expectations cool but then like hitting ninety five percent or plus that's going to be in the goal territory. Yeah, hundred percent isn't something you can, you're gonna hit every single time.
1: You can have high goals. Yes. And it's I, I think it, I would encourage to have high goals. Mm-hmm. Realistic goals, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: If you're It's like I'm never gonna snatch two hundred kilos. Like that's a cool goal. With that attitude now. With that <laughs> attitude with like it's I'm never going to snatch two hundred <laughs> kilos. I can also place that i am never that not I will never clean and jerk two hundred <laughs> kilos either. I could probably clean 200 kilos if I tried really hard. Power. I definitely could squat clean. I got the power Dude, it. If, you, if you could power clean
1: 200, you better be able to jerk it. Like,
0: but I could, Dude, my jerks are awful right now. Well,
1: I think it'll be a while before you get to a 200 power but clean. I'm getting there. You're getting closer, yeah. <laughs> um, so, but that'll also give you time to work on the journey. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, but yeah, like you can you can set big goals, um, but it's good to not to make sure you don't blur goals with expectations. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think, simply put, it's like high goals, low expectations. Yep. Aim aim high, but your bare minimum of, like, what you're going to be happy with for the day is, like, should be more or less, like, making lifts. Right. uh, You know, executing uh, lifts well, like, technique-wise. And uh, just making sure you're, like, explosive. Um, and all. Because if you... (laughs) If you go into... um, competition or even just a training day with like having the goal of like pring this or that by five kilos but you're expecting to do it too yeah if you don't hit it you're gonna beat yourself up a lot for sure um whereas if you just have that as a goal and you don't quite make it but you hit your pr or something it's still a really good day yeah yeah what up
0: like i heard that exact speech <laughs> <laughs> was it on Coffee with Kane right before the Olympics? <laughs> <laughs> yeah we never re- yeah. we were talking about like what you learn as a coach what do you learn about your own lifting as a coach and other athletes and he, he went the mental aspect which I think is huge. I also think like the more you had to reinforce common mistakes mm-hmm. probably helps us uh, anyone from making those same mistakes. Like, you, we've been working with a specific athlete, a new athlete in the gym who's, like, struggled with core engagement. It's like every time you have to demonstrate it, like, that's another time that you actually do it as you demonstrate it. So, yeah. you probably lesser chance that you're not going to have core engagement. Yeah. It, help, it just, those little
1: things, like, you don't realize it, but it's just helping you, like, reinforce those.
0: Foundations. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of, Barbell Basics starts next week. Next Tuesday. You excited? Yeah. yeah, I think I was thinking about it today. Sean said something. When
1: when we release this.
0: It has already started.
1: Yeah. It will have started for like a week or two.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this will actually be week two starts tomorrow. Me. So if you're in Barbell Basics, keep it up. You got four, five more weeks. Oh, gotcha. Right? Math. Five more weeks of hell. Yeah. Hell, it's not hell week. <laughs> Sean said something today. was like, I think everyone should take it. I think I'm going to take it next go around. Actually, I get someone to coach for me on Tuesdays. I don't know who would. I'll be coach basically. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I do want to take it. I'm gonna oh. find somebody to coach for me. I mean, Does I, I the, coach weightlifting on too. You're gonna reach out to me? Was he supposed to? He use? said it yesterday. He said he was going to. Okay. Um, I do have a question for you, Kane. Okay. You we because I had to jet right after you took note of fit. I did take
1: note of fit. That was last Wednesday. Yeah. I think so, I'm finally recovered from that. You finally it's been eight <laughs> days. That's about Yeah, right. yeah. I stand by my decision. Did you get rabbed
0: <laughs> I did. I did. So thoughts. How was it? What was the workout? Thoughts? How you your performance level? The workout
1: was Helen. It was hell. <laughs> in Helen. Oh, you were in hell. <laughs> well, in Helen. Yes. What is Helen, for those that don't know? Uh, It is three rounds for time, uh, 400-meter run, uh, 21 kettlebell swings, and 12 pull-ups. Correct. Which, it started to dump buckets. Downpour. Yeah. Uh, Because you were looking forward to the run. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) The (laughs) one day. Well, yeah. If it didn't rain, I, I would have said... I substituted the running for rowing. <laughs> but now, I definitely did it because it was raining. For sure. It was so just because of the rain. Um, but yeah, I did rowing instead. And uh, really, puts <laughs> a little generous uh, with the rep count?
0: <laughs> uh, you lost count. It happens.
1: <laughs> no, I was very aware of the, re- <laughs> <laughs> the reps I was doing. <laughs>
0: Um, <laughs> do you want to say your reps or not? Nah, no, like man, we ain't got to do that.
1: It <laughs> was uh, as as oftentimes as it is when you don't regularly do functional
0: fitness right. sort of work. It was uh, humbling, <laughs> to say the least. It was, the best part was so before it started raining during the, during the warm up it hadn't started raining yet and it was a hundred meter jog. And like three or four athletes that were doing weightlifting came across the other side of the gym to watch this Kane actually running and taking note of it right now? Yeah. That that wasn't That wasn't weird at all. It was they they literally just stand at the bay door just like there goes Kane running, what is going on? Did somebody die? <laughs> is, is there an emergency down there? I think you did phenomenal there. Thank you. Thank you. Um so we have just a couple more minutes left. I've upgraded my coffee game. You've upgraded your coffee game. Yes, yeah, I feel like we should talk about coffee once an episode. Once an episode? Yeah, just I feel a little, like that's a little much. Just, but... just, just like two or three minutes. Okay. So, so I bought a grinder, like a hand, like not an electrical one, a manual grinder. Um, if you ever decide to invest in one, make sure you get electrical one. Because <laughs> <laughs> we like to make like. I don't know to, to make the amount of coffee I use for one French press. It would take me a solid three minutes of grinding. Yeah, uh, like I was churning butter. Sarah decided she was sweet enough to offer it to help and take over, and she brought it to the couch. It's just sitting on the couch, just, just like basically churning her butter. I'm like, what is going on? It was ridiculous. Wow, so get electric. Okay,
1: would like a ninja
0: blender work? Yeah, but they said that's, that's that, what we have <laughs> to, to use that to ground coffee.
1: Uh, we we have when we you know we'll often buy it ground, but when we get it like with whole beans, we'll use that to ground. Well, I feel like
0: as coffee experts, we should know that like when you buy the bean, it's going to be better. Sorry, secret. you
1: called me a coffee expert. <laughs> I didn't know anything existed outside of Folgers until I met my wife. <laughs> <laughs> was, uh,
0: she's probably disappointed in how little you know about coffee.
1: I wouldn't say disappointed. I might. <laughs> she would. <laughs> she, would prefer she might say. It. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I honestly I didn't really drink coffee until, mm-hmm. uh, until meeting her.
0: It's the, I mean, some was, would say you don't drink coffee. because I've seen your order.
1: <laughs> I'll drink it in the morning. What what do you make in the morning? I just have coffee with a little bit of cream. No sugar. Okay. Uh, that's t- surprises me after the one order I saw what you had like, <laughs> no, nah, if I'm going to like buy coffee, I'm going to put everything in it. Get my
0: money's <laughs> worth. It. <laughs> it's got three drops of coffee and then just all the milk that's, creamer. That's pinella, also my honey.
1: That's also my theory on uh bowling. If you pay for a game, get your money's worth. So you rapid fire, so you never strike because that takes away two shots that you could have like done.
0: Right? That's Every
1: frame is two you, you
0: uh, so do you try twice. to get a spare on the second one then?
1: You can But, but then also on the last one You try to get, you get strike those, You
0: get the three If you strike or spare
1: Yeah, so then you have to
0: try then That's the only time you try That's the
1: only time you try
0: <laughs> I do not like this, but I'm too competitive So I would smoke you in I mean, balls, it's,
1: I it's ten frames You have a maximum of 21 balls you can
0: How do you know that off top layer? of your head? You, you've had this conversation before <laughs>
1: It's 10 times 2 plus 1. Uh, so. I have had this conversation
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. before. I explain this a lot. Is it because you're really bad at bowling? Yes. It, okay. I mean, no, no. It's because I've thought this through. What's the highest you've ever bowled?
1: I've gotten over 100.
0: How high? Like a 101? <laughs> like you're a Dalmatian or something? 109. Okay. I hit. We went bowling actually two weekends ago. 165. I can do that. Uh, on Wii Sports. <laughs> <laughs> so that theory doesn't apply to Wii Sports.
1: I, I think I've gotten. Because you're not uh, paying.
0: Because you can sit there and just play a whole other game. Yeah. So you actually try for that. Yeah.
1: You bought the game. You you own the frames.
0: <laughs> That's, you have unlimited frames. Yeah. yeah, That's fair. All right, let's go bowling sometime. So I can beat you. Oh, them. man. <laughs> All right, you heard it here first. Chris versus Kane bowling. I'll give you a 20 point lead.
1: I did, I did beat an Olympian in bowling once. Who'd you beat?
0: Piros Dimas. Mm, how much? One point. <laughs> so it was 107 to 106? It's a little easier to beat
1: Olympians
0: when it's not in the sport they're good at. <laughs> Fair. Is bowling an Olympic sport? Is bowling a sport?
1: Hmm. I don't know. I haven't thought about that too much. I usually think about it as a game, but that's also because I've never really competed in bowling.
0: Right. Well, we're competing. It's all. I mean, if they, if, if golf is allowed to be a sport, whoa! Shots fired. <laughs> I went golfing last weekend. I'm so bad. <laughs> I yeah, I'm not good at it. We think about disc golf. We have some disc golfers in the gym. Um, disc golf's fine. Would you play?
1: I'm not committing to anything. <laughs> I just want to play a game I don't with not know. If, <laughs> I don't know if Ben listens to the podcast, but I'm not committing to anything. He definitely doesn't <laughs> listen. Good. Because <Yeah. laughs> right. he, he asked me, like, once a week.
0: Oh, does he really? That's yeah. hilarious. Especially since the too. Olympics. <laughs> you, you did notice it, before you did um, disc golf.
1: Well, in all fairness, you've been uh annoying you longer <laughs> i mean that's not the way i was gonna put it we had discussed it way before mm-hmm. uh ben had invited me to this call cool cool it' <laughs> okay. it's just so annoying
0: on that note <laughs> you're a jerk <laughs> i hope you have a great time coaching
1: thanks chris you too
0: <laughs> i'm gonna let you say bye first i always oh, say it
1: oh Bye, Chris. Bye, Houston. Bye, Chris. Bye, Kane. Bye, Bye, Kane. Thank (laughs) you. Oh, Jinx, show me a Coke. (laughs)